You know what that sound means. It is an all-new episode of Kiddush Club News for Jews. It's a special episode. We are bringing you the second half of our interview with Jake Turks. And you know what? It's funny because we have like over three hours recorded and so much of it is just us laughing and just talking to each other and laughing. And, I, I, you know, once it gets condensed, <laughs> those three hours get much less. But we need to do something with all of this, all these, uh, you know, off the record stuff, because it's just, I don't know, let us know, people. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear us talking? It's very possible. Because, I, I mean, it's just so, it, it's really just so funny. And uh, posterity, posterity needs it. Yeah, we'll totally make that available at some point. But right now, let's get to it. So before we get to Turks, we just have an opportunity for some updates. And just now in episode 64, we had said that we expected Trump to be arrested by the time everybody heard the episode. Turns out he's not arrested and uh, he may never be arrested. Now, the Alvin Bragg is saying uh, that Trump, you know, Trump said he was going to be arrested and he did that to rile up the base, but we never said he was going to be arrested. I mean, this whole thing is turning into a circus. Well, right now we're in limbo. Because yes. we don't know. As of right now, this minute, um, the grand jury is kind of suspended and they don't know which way they're going to go. It's still a very real possibility. But I yeah. just think that they're going through, you know, they're just they're going through the motions in their mind and being right. like, is there really an advantage to this? It seems most of, even even the, the left wing news sites are reporting that the majority of the people, the lawyers and the, the former judges, et cetera, are all saying this case is really there's nothing to it. And it, it would be almost impossible for them to get any type of indictment. And uh, it, it seems like the, I mean, it does seem to be, you know, political, but in in other news, which, by the way, which, by the way. It's reminiscent of, of third world countries. Yeah. This is you like know? what happens in Russia. Not, I mean, right. Yeah. There's like, uh, you know, Navalny and Putin. But well, Navalny the, um, wasn't really political, was he? Yeah. Navalny was political, sure. He was a political yeah, opponent big dissenter. of. Yeah. And, um, you know, these, these, the internet's been flooded with these deep fake images. Have you seen these of Trump getting arrested and, and people thought they were real? Yeah. I saw those. And if I wasn't so well versed in AI imagery, I, I would be fooled, and I know a lot of people were fooled because yes. people people were like, "Oh my gosh, they're arresting him!" And you, I saw the pictures; they looked, you know, they look very real. And yes. that's just that's just artificial intelligence just making that art. Again, it's and it's amazing. It's pretty amazing. To, it to me, I don't say it's amazing. It scares it scares me. It really scares me a lot because that means that you know you can't trust anything anymore. You know, you could you could simulate people's voices, you could simulate video, they do deep fake videos, so you really just can't believe anything. In fact, Wanna I wouldn't laugh? be surprised I... if Trump says that they deep faked him and you know, every all any evidence they have against him is just deep fake AI. It's funny because I saw a tweet that made me laugh about the deep fakes and somebody tweeted, Can someone just make a deep fake of my dad saying, I love you? <laughs> oh <laughs> I've never That's heard it. Sad. That's sad. <laughs> I did. Part of me felt felt sorry, but I also left. <laughs> I don't claim to be a good human being. So also update for what's going on in Israel. I mean, big protests in Bnei Brak, very, you know, things are getting more and more heated. And in Bnei Brak? Wait, 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 wait. Bnei Brak. Like, why there? Like, I, I know Tel Aviv. Right. I so know they, maybe parts of Jerusalem. But like, what are you hoping to accomplish in Bnei Brak? Exactly what you think they're hoping to. Like what? Let's intimidate. Let's intimidate the Oilam Hatayra. Yep. Like what? Yep. Let's intimidate the the Oilam Hatayra is is right wing, obviously, mm -hmm. and these people protested. There was no no fights broke out. I mean, there's plenty. Yeshiva World is showing plenty of images of people, you know, Haredim giving out food and and stuff like that. But th there was to some who? really to, to the protesters. Who Many of whom were, I mean, all of whom were on the left. Right. All I can see is them being like, Reshoim Arurim. That's all I can. <laughs> no, but they, it doesn't seem like they were. And the truth, if I was there, some of these, some of these images got me riled. Like there's an image, uh, Yeshiva World has a big banner of it. Uh, they, there's a whole bunch of people and they're holding all kinds of, you know, propaganda. They're ho in one picture, they're holding a huge banner that says, uh, Rav Shach would be embarrassed of you with a picture of Rav Shach. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that that to me that that crosses a line that I I don't like. Like I just want to know if the left wing guy with purple hair, yes, and, it's a, and exactly. piercings, 
yes. pull down his ear knows exactly what Rav Shach would have wanted. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He knows better than the Haredim. (laughs) He's like, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised, you know? Uh, My grandfather knew him. You know, maybe uh, I think this is what I think. (laughs) 100%. Another sign said, um, Haredi parasite, not at my expense. Mm. I mean, those are just, you know, uh, prejudice and anti-Haredi and hateful. Some of them actually showed up wearing helmets because they assumed that this was going to cause massive fighting, but it doesn't look like that happened. Well, I imagine that the actual Haredi members don't want to go up against... And I shouldn't say that because there's always protests between the right and the left. And they're not afraid to get into it, you know? True. You've seen this in, in how many protests do you see, like just about the light rail, when the light rail was coming, or, the, or they're trying to make a road through a cemetery, and then just the fights break out. Right. Between the right and the left. hundred percent. I, I would have, I would have expected it to. But, um, you know, it's funny. Maybe this is not nice, but so I'm on the Yeshiva World, uh, article for, for this that we're discussing. You hang out there a lot. I'm not going to say no. Well, it You're is my job. Yeshiva. I it mean, is my Yeshiva job. World. It is my job. It's part of okay. my job. It comes uh, with the take territory. This, you take this Are you responsibility. Gonna do it? You're not going to do it. No, so, I can't. <laughs> so someone I'm has sorry, to do like, it. It's too, it's too sensationalist for me. It is. But you would enjoy certain things, like, for example, what I'm about to show you is a quote-unquote <laughs> Yeshiva World News reporter. <laughs> and uh, let, me, let, let me show it to you, and I'll play it for everybody. And it's only funny. There's nothing wrong with it. It's funny because how dissimilar it is to an actual reporter from an actual news organization. Let me show you. Okay. Special report for Yeshiva World News. I'm now here at uh, Abu Khatira Street. This is a street that connects Bnei Brak to Ramat Gan. And the people who came from Tel Aviv and from Ramat Gan to uh, demonstrate against the Israeli government, they came especially to Bnei Brak because they wanted to, uh, you know, also show the people of Bnei Brak that um, they blame the people of Bnei Brak because they think that they are part of the whole uh, thing that the Israeli government is doing. And um, so many people... It's just so yeshivish. It, yes. Yes, that's exactly. He's in a black V-neck T-shirt, you know, <laughs> with a little keeper in the bag. It's like he rolled out of bed to do this report. You know, it's like someone called him. Yes. Look like, at his, his hair. Yoram, can you get to the scene? <laughs> hey, come on, I'm in bed already. No, no, Yoram, I'm telling you, go down there. We're gonna pay you double time. Uh, okay, okay, mommy, I'm going out one minute. They're giving me double time. <laughs> it's 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 hard, you know. That's what it's it looks hard. like. It's hard to take, yeah, it's hard to take it seriously. You know, it's a serious article, but it's, it's hard when you see that. And, and, and no shade because he's doing a service for all of us and it's a free service. We're not paying for it, but you know, it's just hard. It's just hard. It's, it's like a, you know, it but lives are, up to the name, we, the Yeshiva world. We are paying for it. Just so you know, we're paying for it by, by eyeballs. True. Right? True. So that's the business. The business is get the people to watch, get the people to click, and that's giving them their, in turn, their revenue. So we're paying for it. Yeah. But that's okay. We, yes. you know, Yeshiva World News should be yeshivish. Well, technically, if you have an ad blocker on, you're not paying. So there's that. No. And that's the only it's way it's true. It's again untrue because, again, they see their click rate. Right. That's true. That's, that's unaffected point. by the ad blocker. Okay. So, valid. Valid. Also related to Israel, uh, and this is really not good news, is that the United States summoned Israeli ambassador to Washington, Mike Herzog, on Tuesday to protest an Israeli law that was passed earlier on Tuesday that repealed the 2005 Israeli disengagement from the West Bank, the northern part of the West Bank. And this is something that does not happen often for Washington to call an ambassador to rebuke. It's never a good look. It, we're allies, you know. It, Can you give me? Can you just give me layman's terms, please? Because like you said a bunch of stuff. Okay, so basically, and I'm not sure I get it. Yeah, an Israeli law passed. They repealed a 2005 disengagement program for the West Bank. Wait, isn't that did that have to do with like Gush Katif? No, the Gush Katif is in the Gaza Strip, and this is in the West Bank. Okay, and um, so United States is upset about it apparently. So they called the ambassador to Washington to protest. Now, this is something that we do to like, you know, 
I ran, you know, like this is not something you do to an ally. When was the last time ever that you heard of the United States, for example, protesting the French ambassador or the British ambassador? It doesn't happen. Israel is a close ally. And the way the Biden administration is treating them right now, eh, not to my so liking. saying it's the equivalent of like getting called into the Manal's office or something. Exactly. Exactly. It's like you're going to get a dressing down. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's just not a good look. Right. You know? And I thought we were friends. Right. Yeah. So it just feels so it feels like a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of the world is just it, it feels crazy. But I mean, it's been feeling like this for a long time. And I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I always hear people talking about like, you know, with the poll that we mentioned in episode 64, that majority of Democrats now are siding with Palestinians. The anti-Semitism has gone through the roof. It just feels like the whole world is on shaky ground when it comes to the Jews. Yeah, but at the same time, it's business as usual. Like, don't be alarmist. Nothing's changing, right? Maybe, they, maybe that's what they said in Nazi Germany in the 30s. Oh, come on now. I mean, what? too sensationalist. Yeah, been, this is, that's because I've been reading is, Yeshiva World all day. <laughs> you are like human clickbait. <laughs> I am. I am the ideal audience. <laughs> I will click any story that's the top ten reasons why America is marching towards Nazism. Yeah, click, 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 click. I, I just, uh, to me, I want to like let everybody remain calm. Things are it, it's business as usual in the world. Like we've been talking like this. Like media has been talking sensationalism for, for for forever and at the same time we're basically all in the fine. same place so right. you know what's funny it, it reminded me recently and, and this was sent to me from one of our listeners uh and it's funny because i i had known about this story for, for a long time and i've used it many times even recently i i, sp I was speaking to a, a relative who was very nervous a younger let's say a teenage relative and they were getting all nervous about what's going on and what's going on in israel and the jews and i reminded him i said look bottom line hashem runs the world that's you you it's easy to forget that and i'm not trying to get spiritual right now i know that's not what we do unless we have a guest who's spiritual but this story just illustrates it perfectly. I just wanted to share it with you because I really love it. I mean, but bottom line is everything boils down to Hashem runs the world, right? Yes. No, but it's this like story, story this I think, whole, will illustrate You have this whole six-hour conversation, debate, and whatever, and then it just ends with, oh, yeah, but Hashem runs the world. Oh, shkayach, bye. No, but here's, here's where it gets interesting. Listen to this. So, you know, during the Cold War, when the United States and Russia were really constantly at, on the brink of thermonuclear war, right? much of the 80s into the 90s. And it was very scary, you know, even in the, the 60s, 70s, you had the Cuban Missile Crisis, all these times where it seemed like at any minute the United States was going to thermonuclear war with Russia. You know, Putin is, is, is talking like that now, and it's scary. So there was this guy, okay? His name was William Curtis. He was some type of analyst, or I, I don't remember exactly what he did for a living, but he spent an insane amount of time researching what the safest place on Earth would be in case of nuclear war and war in general. And he researched and researched. He figured it out, and he moved his entire family to a place called Port Stanley in the Falkland Islands. Now, you never even heard of the Falkland Islands, right? I mean, they're vague. <laughs> they're islands. familiar. They're <laughs> islands. I know islands. Yeah, so they're, it's, they're really, really, really remote. The tip of, off of the tip, tip of South America, like you know, nobody, whoever hears about the Falkland Islands, nobody, Is that right? off the lower tip, like that end? Yes. Like, like South America comes to almost a point at the end. Right. So it's all right there. on the right. Yeah, right, right on the right side of that. So really, really far. And he moved his whole family to Port Stanley. I know the Falkland Islands because I'm pretty sure that one of the theories about what happened to Malaysian Flight 370, which was on its way to China – and never made it, obviously, right? One of the theories is is that it went south towards the Falkland Islands. So that's why Interesting, it's because reminiscent. That's, that's really western from where it should have been, very far Maybe west. this could all be wrong, and then you'd have to cut it. Right. So now he moves with his family to the Falklands, right? A few months after he moves, Argentina invades the Falkland Islands, <laughs> 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 claiming sovereignty over it, Okay. <laughs> the irony. The British decided to contest that claim, and it resulted in the Falkland War. <laughs> the final battle of this war took place a few miles from the Curtis family's farm. Wow. Over so a thousand thought... soldiers and islanders died in it. So that is like peak irony. Right? right? But that's why I was saying, you know, you have to remember 
you know, we like, oh my gosh, it's going to be war, Putin, these nukes and this, Israel, what's going to be? Can we even run to Israel? They're going to close Israel. At the end of the day, you are where you're supposed to be. doesn't mean you shouldn't make Aliyah. It doesn't mean you shouldn't do your Hishtadlis, et cetera, et cetera. The point is, like Yaina, you can't run away. You know, Hashem runs the world. This guy, this, this guy calculated the safest place in the world. It turns out that's exactly nowhere else in the world had any problems. Just right. the Falkland Islands right. a few months after he moved. So you like my new glasses, by the way? Yeah, they're pretty nice. Thank you. So I, I found out, I mean, I didn't find out. I realized this. I've been buying all my glasses online because they're like one one thousandth the price for the same exact style. And when you buy your glasses online and you're not buying it from a store, like there's no one adjusting it for you. So I never knew and I never realized that my right ear is slightly higher than my left. Oh my God. I have the same problem, by the way. Really? Yes. Oh my God. I thought I was like a mutant. <laughs> no, but I did like have an injury when I was young. So I thought that's what was the, that's the reason why I had like a higher left side and a lower right side. But you, what's your excuse? I think it's actually, it, it's probably more common than we think. And I think that's probably why these, the store or the eyeglass, you know, proprietor has to, has to adjust it for you because of that reason. Because like I put the glasses on and they're like on an angle and I'm like, what? what? And I fix them and they keep going back to that angle until I realized. So I took the arm and I, I like raised one side and then everything was, was straight. I was like, wow. Well, you know what? There's so many factors, by the way. There's ears and then there's nose. There's so many different ways to adjust glasses that you know, if you're not a professional, you're not going to do it right. So whenever I buy a pair of glasses, I'm sitting there with the guy. He wants to throw me out already, you know. But well, where I'll do you get your glasses there. from? Uh, like, random store. Oh no, I don't do I don't do online. I have done really? pairs of online. Like when I need a knock around pair of sunglasses or something, I'll just no. You should you should buy them online. No, I mean, look, you should check out by the way zenioptical.com. These guys are they're they're unbelievable. They didn't pay us for this promotion, but it, uh, the reason I'm mentioning it is because. You could literally get, you know, any glasses that you see, any style that you like, you can find it on their website and it's like 30 bucks with the prescription and with transitions. Like It's crazy. The prices are just mind boggling. I've seen it. I mean, I, like I said, I, I, I love to try things on. No, I like to try it on first. I know they're going to send it to me and if I don't like it, I'll send it back or these these virtual things you put yep, your picture in. And yep. the, <laughs> I can't do the virtual try-on. Come on, give me a break. Okay, so what's the worst that could happen? For 30 bucks, you, you hate them and you have an extra pair of glasses then for I gotta go. Then I got to go find a UPS drop-off location. No, I so just keep it. it for 30 bucks. You're spending, you're spending 400 in the store, right? So spend the 30 bucks. What's the worst that could happen? How bad could they look? Yeah. Certainly sunglasses make sense. So, I mean, it's, for me, it's either that or LASIK. I have a friend who just did LASIK and like, I'm, I'm teetering. Really? Yeah. You know, like the prices come down a lot, but also yes. it's a kind of a double edged sword because if you correct your vision, right? Then when the time comes for, uh, reading glasses, Right, you're going to be one of those old guys with the glasses on the nose. Yes, but because no, because you they, won't be able to do bifocal. No, no, no. They have something where they can make it that you don't need reading glasses, or at least they delay it for even longer. No, Whereas they can. They used I, to not be able to do that, but now they are able to do that. Well, I always understood it as you can either be like nearsighted or farsighted. You can't have it both ways. If you're going to correct your vision for in order to be farsighted, which which would mean you don't need glasses to see street signs, right? You're going to correct that vision. Then right. when you do read, right, a certain age, you get a certain age and you're trying to read, you're going to need reading glasses. Whereas if you left your vision alone, you'd still have your your reading glass, you'd still have your far-sighted glasses and you could add like an invisible bifocal so that you can read as well. Progressives. Those are called progressive glasses. Right. You, did you know that, by the way, LASIK was invented in Russia? It was accidentally discovered by a Dr. Fyodorov? Well, accidentally discovered? What was he, just like hanging out with lasers and people <laughs> in a room? No, no. It's like, stay still. <laughs> Hold on. No, this won't hurt one bit. Shoo, <laughs> shoo. Like, how did that... He accidentally discovered it. He's like, Boris, I don't know what you did, but I can see it. <laughs> no, he, he, what happened was there was a boy who fell off his bike and his glasses shattered and a piece of glass got lodged in his eye and he treated him. And what he found was after he had taken the glass out of his eye, the boy was able to see better. So he realized that by cutting the, the cornea, it had changed the shape and it had healed him 
and he was able to see. And he used the scalpel. I mean, back then, you know, it was used, they were using scalpels, but today they use lasers. That's the only difference is that back then they were using, you know, knives and, but today it's using lasers. So it's a little more precise, but otherwise the, the method has remained unchanged. And so we have, you know, decades of research and, you know, because it's scary, you know, the idea of someone coming and, and cutting your eye and you know, could you go blind? Yeah, it's it's definitely scary. Yeah, I'm, and there, a are, lot of data. there are eye surgeries that aren't always successful. Yes. You know, it's a, I mean, it's a very small minority, very small minority. Yeah, but it, there's always a chance, like, God forbid something goes sideways during a surgery and people are like, well, it was just a routine thing and, and, and this happened. People need to remember, there's always that 1% chance that things don't go as planned. Right. Someone's you know? got to be the 1%. <laughs> it's going to be right. someone. <laughs> right. You just got to pray and hope that, it, you it's know, there's you. no one you know. Right. Anyway, we're going way off topic right now. Back to politics. We got Jake Turks for round two. We get it's not really round two. It's, it's really part two. Part two. We have Jake Turks for part two coming at you. We hope you enjoy it. And we hope you enjoy it as much as we did recording it. I want to I want to jump for a second because it's a it's a big you know it's a big topic is what's going on in Ukraine. I'm sure you've seen the it's been ra Putin's ratcheting up the rhetoric now about nukes and you know Ukraine said today they expect Russian cities to get attacked. They mentioned yeah, but, Moscow. But so far everything you asked me it, it it kind of seems like you wrote these questions like a year ago because I could have answered them a year ago and I could have answered them now and it's no, like nothing really no. changed. So there, there was, oh, nukes. Oh, the th oh, nukes. Oh, yeah, that's a new thing. Oh, yeah, you know, today. Yeah. Today. Yeah. It was, today. It was two, I, big, I, yeah. two big news articles. One is that Ukraine said Russian cities are going to get attacked. It's like, what? Why are you saying that? And number two, that Putin said, now that Germany is getting tanks, mm -hmm. it's obvious to me that you guys are in the war. This is like a... You have, you have to draw a line somewhere. You have to draw a line somewhere. You can't let you can't let them, the tanks. So what's next? Airplanes and what's next? Right. And now the you Ukraine has the F-16s. So, but it's getting really like I thought it was dying down, and then all of a sudden it's like doomsday clock is now ticking closer to midnight. You mm -hmm. know, and so that that it seems to me that yeah, I, I'll I'll tell you where I'm going with this. It seems to me that for the most part, Republicans and Democrats are on board with supporting Ukraine. Mm -hmm. At what point does that stop? It seems like we're just on a train to somewhere bad. Uh, it stops as soon as the impression that Ukraine is winning starts to dissolve. Really? Yeah, because who wants to waste who wants to waste billions of more dollars for a losing <clears throat> cause? Right now, everyone wants to be on the side of the winners. But as soon as the tide turns... Oh, because I had a completely different take. I yeah. understood that... It's a war of attrition, and it's in the United States' best interest. Yeah, let Ukraine, let them kill, kill each other. Who cares who wins? They're just hurting each other. And no. why not keep feeding Ukraine? It's just hurting Russia. No, it's not like Assad versus ISIS. It's not like that kind of let them bleed each other out. Why not? Because uh, Ukraine is the breadbasket of, of the world. Because you want uh, you want sunflower uh, seed oil or right. fertilizer okay. or bread, I hear it's like a superfood <laughs> now. I don't know. I mean, for the rest of the world, not for the United States. Yeah, and, and also, if the United States' best interest, the the you know bread is never going to be a problem here. We it's yeah. like one of the things. I don't know. I mean, have, I'm sure like uh, the, those uh, biting sanctions, like the mother of all sanctions, is going to start kicking in one of these months. I'm sure that's going <laughs> to turn around the tide of the war. No, no. He's a guy who said he'll stand toe to toe against Putin. I mean, surely, surely he has something up his sleeve, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the, he's going to give him the Purple Heart. I heard. <laughs> he's giving him the Purple Heart. That <laughs> sounds like a terrible condition. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Chabad Shlichim in Russia are, are meeting with Putin like often. Like, well, what do you want them to do, man? No, I'm just like he's giving them an audience. Oh. On a long table, too. On a long table. I saw the long <laughs> table <laughs> yes. coming in. I saw the table from like miles away. That's how long it is. But what but, what do you think the shot is there? I guess he just he you got, appreciates yeah. the Jewish community. But the anti-Semitism is much higher in Russia right now than it's ever been historically. Well, well, since yeah. Putin, yeah. Well, yeah. Zelensky is is Jewish. That yes. doesn't help matters. Doesn't help. Doesn't help. But there are also you know there are people from inside 
the Kremlin who are blaming the Jews for this and for that. A lot of Jews left Russia, went yeah. to Israel, so there is that also. The deserters, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it's it's just not looking good at all. A lot of Jews left Ukraine too. So imagine if like you, the Jews have left Ukraine and the Jews have left Russia end up like like on some battlefield <laughs> okay. somewhere. Like, yeah, all of a sudden, <laughs> everybody <laughs> realized they were Jewish. Like, wait, yeah. my great grandfather was. Yeah. I, I mean, look, if you're like a typical Russian news consumer and you're like, uh, so let me get this straight: the people we're fighting against are the Nazis, right? And the president right. is Jewish, <laughs> right? Oh, so then the Jews are Nazis. Well, duh. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. now, so then, if yeah. I, but we hate the Nazis, right? And Nick Fuentes is like, so let's say, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Well, when? <laughs> okay, we're gonna jump again. We're switching again. I want that? to jump to... Why switch? But you didn't ask me my take on Russia and Ukraine. Oh, no. Oh, you're but right. no, that's we, fine. we didn't finish it. That's fine. Um, no, no, no. We don't have to. Where, where's the where's the off-ramp here? For Russia or Ukraine? Yeah, very simple. The off-ramp is for Russia to have a breakthrough. I mean... Russia I, to have a breakthrough. Yes, I've been... Um, I've maintained a very controversial position almost throughout the entire war that Ukraine was not winning the war simply because you can't be declared a win- that'll be like saying the jews won the holocaust it's like well we survived and the nazis didn't yeah but that's not that's not a win you know like the win condition is so is so uh lopsided in in that regard like we survive so ukraine's best case scenario is to survive and how much of ukraine is going to survive is it going to be 100 eh. percent no maybe it's going to be 70 percent. maybe it'll be 60 percent. i don't know uh, is 100% of Ukraine going to be invaded? Not likely, because because they hate Russia more than more than any two people hate one another, and now they have even more justification for hating Russia. So every city, they're going to fight back, and eventually Russia will be like, look, we got the Donbass, we maybe got Kiev, it's just not worth going all the way to the West, who cares? But the... You, so let's say the war ends today. Let's say Putin drops dead and they pull out their troops. So Ukraine lost over a trillion dollars in infrastructure. Um, they They had... 16 million people migrated out of Ukraine. Most of them, we could assume, are never going to come back because Ukraine had one of the the the, the most dwindling populations yes. um, of anywhere, and and that's because people couldn't get out of there fast enough. So anyone who's already out is not looking forward to coming back, and they have nothing to come back to. Their towns were destroyed. Their their jobs are gone. So why? So you're going to tell me that a country that lost so much money and so many people, in addition to the lives that were lost. And assuming they don't lose any territory, let's say they regain all their territory. So so we we broke even. Yay. It's like telling someone, someone's like, I, I lost a million dollars. Like, yeah, well, at least you have your health. Yeah, but I had my health before I lost a million. <laughs> it wasn't a trade-off. It's not like you lost a million, but now you have your health as a result. No, it's like I used to have my health and a million, and now I only have my health. That doesn't come for me, right? The Ukrainians are like, hey, they're like, well, at least you have your sovereignty. Yeah, but we had our sovereignty before, Four. and now and we, we lost so much money and so many right? people and so much territory. No, it's funny that you said how I, I didn't realize that the Russians and the Ukrainians hated each other before. To to us, to am I am I wrong? To us, Russians and Ukrainians are the same. It's all same to me. Exactly. It's all same. That's it. If you sound same, you you are same. You are same. Hundred percent. Yeah, no? it's true. It's true. So I didn't know that they hated each other until you just said it, and okay. and I, and I'm pretty. Up on the on on the news. Yeah, I mean, I knew that no, the animosity, whatever, but I didn't know like no, you didn't a know Ukrainian and a Russian no. when they meet in the street, they hate it, each it other. It would be mamish like like a Arab and a Persian, really, like like mamish Iraq Iran. <laughs> like, like you can't even. You do, do you know their history at all? Do you even know like how this conflict started? Do you, yes, do you know what? Really? Yes, what? Yes, but Where? but I was I was when 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 did the conflict start? What's the source? When did, when did this become a thing where Ukraine says we're our own country and Russia's like, no, you're not, you're part of us. Well, this, Ukraine this was has been for, going on for a thousand years. Yes, it's not exaggeration. But, yes, but for, for much of those years, they were part of Russia. Unwillingly, because Russia stabbed them in the back and lied to them. Tachvatat. What was Tachvatat about? Tachvatat was not, Tachvatat was not a campaign to let's, let's wipe out all the Jews that we can find. That, that wasn't Tachvatat. Jews were caught up in it because Jews bet on, the, on Poland, which was the strongest but what do you mean? Which was the was strongest country in the Jews. world. It was, it was Ukrainian bid for independence. And Khmelnytsky said, either you're with me or you're with Poland. And most Jews and, and, and most, most Catholics and whatever, they were like, Poland is the strongest country in the world. They, at that time, and not an exaggeration, Poland's one of only two empires that successfully conquered Russia. Poland was a powerhouse, the Commonwealth of Poland and Lithuania. They were, they were right in the center of Europe being attacked from all sides and they stood their ground for hundreds of years. And Ukraine 
had wanted to break away, they wanted independence, and Russia was like, okay, we'll, 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 we'll have your back. So Poland had just moved out of Russia after they had invaded and held on to Russia. This was in 1608. And then 10 years later, Russia had successfully pushed Poland out. And, um, and then Russia was like, the same problem that they have now and that they had in World War II, they're like, look, we have this, all this flat land over here. And we don't have any natural barriers. There aren't any mountains or any rivers. We can't build a fence like a wall around the entire. So anyone could just, just come marching right through and, and, and we're not going to be able to stop them. And therefore, we need to have Ukraine so that because Ukraine has much more manageable um, uh, topography. There's the, 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 you know, the rivers uh, mostly. And, you know, you could kind of like build fortifications around that. Ukraine, so Takhvatat was Ukrainian bid for independence, and Russia said, "We're like if if you defeat Poland, who they were at that time under, they're like we're going to assure that you become independent." And then, as soon as that war was over, the Russians were like, "Yeah, never mind." <laughs> and this had been going on many times that they were promised independence. They and then and then Russia just every time was like, "Psych." And so this is not a new fight, but do you think it's like a black eye on Russia that it's taking them this long? No, because they have a like, thousand years. By the way, it's not no, that. No, no, like, means, why yeah, yeah, can't you, like, like no, no. it's, it's a busha a little bit that, no, that this is not over us, already. Because we, we look at everything in four-year terms, and they look at things, and the whole world, like everybody else, looks at things in terms of like, what's the bigger historical picture? Uh, how long did it take uh, Peter the Great to uh, consolidate? Yeah, but you Who can't cares? compare. No, but you can't compare. You can't compare. Meaning... What he's saying is, if it was America, you know, we expected right. that... We were trying to conquer Mexico. We expected the technology yeah. that Russia was so much more advanced, and they yeah. were going to, you know, as George Bush said, you know, uh, a shock and awe. A shock and awe campaign. This was like, not just not shock and awe. This was you know, like... Yeah. Yeah. Super underwhelming. Yeah. yeah. Tanks from, yeah. from the Soviet era, and like... And then Russia claiming, oh, we have 5G fighters, but we're not using them. Okay. Like, we don't want to waste on Ukraine. Yeah. We're, nobody's buying it. You know, like, where's the technology? Where's the tech? Where's your Where's your military? Like, and the, and, yeah. and, the, and images of Russian soldiers deserting, and and like the the tanks exploding because from from these simple rockets, and like all of this stuff was like, whoa! Yeah. Doesn't this uh, do, isn't this so reminiscent of the winter war between Russia and Finland in uh, 1939, 1940? Yeah, but no, you're supposed to say what? No, I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, so but and how many Russians died in that war? Okay, but yeah, and, and well, how he much territory care. did they gain? What did they gain? They gained nothing. They gained nine miles, and they lost like a half a million soldiers. Right. We and know. who cares? They you know right, what? Right. And we know they that. said they said we lost four hundred and fifty soldiers, and we achieved all of our aims. Right. It's a lo- the, It was the lo- so humiliating that the Nazis were like, "Wow, these guys are so much more vulnerable than we imagined." And then they went, and the Nazis and they, attacked they, they, them a couple exactly, months later. That was right. literally what led to the Nazi invasion, Operation Barbarossa, and led to the end of World War II because the Nazis got killed. Yeah, I mean, Indeed. the Nazis couldn't. Indeed, they didn't expect it. Um, at, at the same time, you're like, we're looking at it like, "Hello, uh, it's almost the re-election. Like, right. how's this war not wrapped up yet?" <laughs> right. And, and they're looking, looking at it like, like I'm yeah, seven. I have all the time, have <laughs> all the time in the world. I'm not, you, know, you don't think he's sick? You, you think that's that's all conspiracy theory? I think that anyone who says he's sick doesn't know for a fact. I mean, I don't. I mean, looks fine to me. It doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who would trust his uh, his his health records to the kinds of people who might might uh, leak it. Leak it. So, right. Good point. Um, I mean, I, I see how Western propaganda is so predictable. Yes. And Western propaganda relies on people not remembering that they, they tried the same exact thing a week ago, a month ago, a year ago. Oh, absolutely. So, so this well, is, they did it to Trump. They, they, they did, did it for Trump for years. They said that about Kim Jong-un. They say, yes. they say this about, about, this is one of their go-to moves. Oh, he's sick. He's vulnerable because they want the No one has seen him in six no weeks. No one's seen him. Exactly, right? Yeah. right? And sometimes it might be true and sometimes it might not be true. But I don't know how, I don't know the guy's schedule. I don't know how often uh, Kim Jong-un is supposed to be seen in public right. or, or right. Putin or anybody. Right. Maybe his table is so long that uh, people, <laughs> they're not sure if the person on the other end is him or not. And they don't know if they saw him. Um, essentially, though... <laughs> It's kind of a, a signal like the people are like, oh, he's vulnerable, he's weak. Maybe now's a good time to try to overthrow him. I, I think that's the, the, the strategy that's the goal. there. That's the strategy, and if it works yeah. one out of every hundred yeah. times, it doesn't Great. cost anything. It doesn't cost Who anything, right. right. Just keep saying it. Just keep saying it over and over. Do you follow uh, Israeli politics at all? Yeah. 
just guess, as far as a, no in other words more than the average yid or like because i mean your 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 realm is within politics do you follow yeah. it more than that i just wanted to know what your take was on what's been going on with bb and the courts i saw an article about uh, i forgot which company it was a major tech company who said they're moving everything out of israel because of what bb's trying to do with the courts okay and, and they're and saying you believe that, that are they actually doing it Good question. Are they really? I mean, people release statements. I mean, but when push comes to shove, I think it's possible because it seems like they were there. They were saying that investment is drying up because foreign investment is starting to get worried, and it could be because of propaganda. You know, if there's enough propaganda, foreign investors say, "Wait a second, wait a second. This place is turning into a non-democracy. Then the innovation is going to drop. I don't want to put my money there. I'd rather put my money somewhere else." And Sounds Israel, as we know, is like. I mean, Qatar just invested in, in one of these companies in Israel, $300 million or something, $100 million. We covered it on the cast. Yeah. But, I mean, do you, do you, so you're not buying into it. Whose playbook uh, do you think this lines up with? Putin's. <laughs> no. no. No, the Democrats. Yeah, thank yes. you. And we know that the Democrats have been trying to influence and meddle in Israeli elections. True. Right? Very so true. It, Very openly. It, yeah. And so this is such a, this is so transparent. Really? To me, yeah, because like they, they can take they can take any any subtle change and try to build it and hype it up as if it is the end of democracy. Who does that? Yes, <laughs> who does that? Right. So yeah. they'll say the this playbook, is the end of democracy, yes. and in a way that tries to influence business decisions that have an actual impact on the lives of people and on the economy. And yes. so then, That's like, the you see, this right. guy is a failing uh, a failing politician. Get him out of office. Of course, you're right. You're right. Once so you, do once I you have say to know any, anything about Israeli politics to know To this? be able to say that? No. Come on. You're right. Right, right, right. It, right. it could be true, but happens to be it follows the exact pattern that they always follow when they want to go on the attack and have things go their way. Yes. Now, Jake Turks, besides for the glorious side locks, what <laughs> else is on the horizon for you creativity-wise? Is this one of the questions I refused to answer last time? It's possible. I have to go back and refer well, to Well, he told us that he, he he's he we may find out soon, but he's not prepared to talk about it yet. No, no, no. That's the Newsmax bit. No, but what no, else? no, 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 what? no. A project. There's other things. There's other things. And Newsmax is involved. But oh. besides for that, is there anything like that you're that you're prepared to talk because about? Because you have so, you're so multifaceted, but yeah. we only get to see one part of you. And publicly, and that's the reporter, the journalist, the White House. But there's so many sides to you. There are, yeah. Are there any of them coming out? Well, we get to see a side that nobody else. Well, gets to obviously, see. well, this you know, is, we're insiders. Side what? No, we get to. I mean, you do your your, your army stuff. Got, you get to see that chilled side a little bit. But when you're doing the Newsmax stuff, it's business. It you're, is your business. Oh, what do you also think about Newsmax being dropped by Direct TV or whatever? Yeah. By cable. Uh, not, that was yeah, a while ago. Like AT and T. No, 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 no. it's this week. That was that was AT Newsmax. Oh, OAN, right. In, in yeah. my head, OAN and Newsmax are the same, yeah. right? but they're not. Um, what's my take on a on what on a business? What's my take on a business making a decision to yeah to censor? Is it censor? I don't think it's censor. I, I think it's I mean, it's dollars and cents. They're not making money with it. I, look, you think I, it's more than that? I don't, I don't know. No, no, no. I don't Fox think, News is a cash cow. Nobody's canceling them. Some, no, sometimes it's not about money. Sometimes it's about, about do, do I have a bigger headache keeping them or a bigger headache getting rid of them? Interesting. And not enough people complain when I get rid of them. Then why should I put up with all the people who complain when I'm still employing them? Right. So it, it could come down to that. Interesting. 100%. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't have any, any, any inside insight here that, would, uh, that I'm able to. Well, how, uh, is it, how, how are they right? taking it? A Newsmax or didn't even register? Um, no, obviously they're they're sure. not they're not jumping for joy, right? <laughs> right. This is not. We got like, drunk. No, maybe Woo! they're stoltzing them out and being like, "Who cares?" <laughs> no, it's no. Obviously, no. It's uh, it's meaningful not, to them. Not yeah. psyched about it, right? I hear that. It wasn't like uh, at the top of anybody's uh, wish list uh, in Newsmax. I don't. Know. <laughs> no, it changes. It's, it's significant to them. That's important to know. It's significant to them. Yeah. It's it's it's. Are they going to change? Are they changing anything because of it? We'll find out, I guess. But um, is there so? Uh, no, you're, starting... you're but you're asking. Is there, what, is you're there asking a... a very open-ended question, and I don't deal well with open-ended questions or with yes or no's. Everything is like I have to break it down, I have to analyze it, I have to see it from multiple angles. 
so you're, you're asking like what in the what is there in the future for me where am i gonna how am i gonna i don't know you never know like no ask me something no, no more knows. specific no no other i'm inviting you to ask me something more specific i want to know from the entertainment side from the from 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 the comedic relief side is anything on the horizon because i know that you, you people don't know or, or, or don't remember really that okay. you are in essence a jovial individual i started off as a, as a yeah i <laughs> yeah. started off on the yeah. comedy yeah. Yes. that's what yes. you i think that's what you gravitate to i think that's what you wish would no there that would be was more my of. default that was my right. default and i sort of had to i, I had to I mean, the rat race demanded that you had to I become, crowbar yourself I into a, it, right? a serious, right. uh, productive member of society. Um, I'll, I'll get the rat race back one day. <laughs> right now, I'm like I'm the prisoner, but I hear you. A day will but come. one day we're gonna oh, get oh, back into that world because that's where it sounds it, like it sounds like there's something brewing with Newsmax. With it's not Newsmax. This is not, this no, is, no. I think it's not related. Newsmax. No, no, I know. But I'm saying I'm I'm sensing that there's a Newsmax maybe. A bigger no. What what he wants me to say probably is uh, he wants me to announce the release of my podcast or something. Ah. And people always ask me when are you going to put out a podcast? When I say I've had a podcast for the last five six years and you don't even know about it. (laughs) Why should I have a podcast now that you're anyway not going to know about? Um, The difference is it's my podcast in Yiddish. Um, (laughs) Right, I've heard that a few times, and you're great on that. Great, I take I have to halt cup when I listen. Because, but yeah, uh, it's not like easily like it's not like relaxed listening for me. No, no. Most people say they go to sleep to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, I, what what would you say is the percent of Yiddish versus English? Like as far as what? No, what, when in, I my Yiddish podcast, thing, how, what percent is actually Yiddish in your podcast? Yeah, I would say eighty five percent. Eighty five percent. Yes, I wow. mean you have to throw in a lot of English no. Words. I would have had like sixty forty. Mm, I, like no I didn't way. realize it was that much. No, it's much. That's good. That means my, my Yiddish has your Yiddish is amazing. I told you I have to hold cup. I have to really pay attention to like get it. Yeah, Sometimes I, I have to use that I, ten se- second back button. <laughs> I'm not listening to it on t- on two X like some people listen to Giddish Club. <laughs> I, I see. I listen on uh, I listen on twice the speed, but I listen to each episode three times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need, the downloads. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I want to get back to George Santos because to Whoa, me— where'd that come from? I don't know. He, he's just ridiculous. I don't believe it. What do you— You're lying. That's not true. He's not ridiculous. He's very like, sensible and down-to-earth. How does well, somebody, I already said I think he's a genius. How does somebody get Marketing away genius. with all this? I have to tell you something. Why do you I want have, to know how to get away with it? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. When You're I went, to run? I went, I, and, and you could keep this or not, but when I went to Yeshiva, right— for, for 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 high school, I went out of town and I went to yeshiva and and I didn't know a single person. So because you're anonymous, of course, right? I don't know course, you either, obviously. <laughs> but I went there and no one knew anything about me. And to me, this was like a, a playground of I can be whoever I want to be, and I and I did, and I was whoever I wanted to be. And for whatever, for for a month, for two months, I was telling stories uh, that obviously never occurred. I was telling people that I had. Uh, um, um, uh, older brother Royce Kyle in in in, in Bnei Brock, and they were like, "Wow, oh yeah, I'm serious. This really happened." So, so they're, they're, when people don't know, you know, you have you can get so creative with where you want to. Yeah, but he's w- going into the public eye where you're going to get scrutinized. What was he thinking? That's okay. Th- so I that's have, the real I have, question. I have a list. That's the real question. I have a list of every lie he's told. Oh, oh my god, it's insane. The real question is, is what, what is he thinking? Is it just like well, one first big of all, PR stunt? I mean, do you want to just talk about... The actual the, lies. Some of the lies? Yeah. I mean, there, there, there's, the list is, goes on and on. Like, what, I hear what you're saying. What no, was he thinking? Some, some of the lies we could understand. Some of the lies just like Holocaust, like, oh, sympathy, whatever. Like, some of the lies we could understand. Other lies just like... Yeah, like, what like saying... What did you gain? Like, like right. what, what did it get you? Like, right. it didn't... No, but like, also, the brother Rosh Shiva, oh, wow, covered, fine. Right. But like, what does that... Like... Well, right. So you understand that he like, he claimed also, that he got degrees from NYU What does it help NYU you if you know Baruch, people right? are going to look fact check you and just be mavazi you like like a week later? Like, what is the point? Like, if I thought people are going to come after me because of my claims and they're going to go to Google and check me out, I'm I'm not I'm not going to make those claims because I understand that they're going to come back to bite me. Okay, why did he say he was Jewish? 
from a moral well, standpoint, it. Yeah, does it is it that. a lie if the person is not aware that it's a lie? Like, like what if he really believes that that's, you just have to Biden. identify as Jewish and you're that's Jewish? Back, that's back yeah, to Biden and the that's Purple back Heart, to Biden, right? Yes, but, I, I'm okay but with it. If it's if there's something that's mentally um, just offset about Santos's personality, and he just believes certain, maybe he has I don't know dual realities uh, at the same time and maybe no you're right the Santos sitting here right now is not Jewish but but the one that sat here yesterday was like I don't know I mean okay so why he, he lied about that he has degrees from NYU and Baruch that's understandable okay he claimed that he went to prep school I guess okay maybe covered goes okay. to covered voted for him because he went to prep school that wouldn't have otherwise <laughs> voted for him what was the okay he claimed he worked at Citigroup and Goldman Sachs also completely untrue All yes right. completely wow. untrue uh, he says he ran a charity. Never happened. No okay. such, no such sedan. We know the big. Okay, but he wants he wants to appear to be right, right. a Magnanimous. virtuous individual. Right. Um, claimed he was Jewish and that his grandparents, you know, fled the Holocaust. That's a big one. Yeah, it's a pretty big one. Yeah. I mean, and you're in New York. I guess we understand why he said that. I mean, that. his grandparents had six years to convert to Judaism and they didn't. So <laughs> that, like, that's a big one. They're not even in his corner. <laughs> yeah, come on. He claimed that his mother died. In the Twin Towers on 9-11. <laughs> that's a big one. Yeah. That's a pretty big one. I don't one. know why I'm laughing. but It, it, it sounds I mean, like far as ridiculous. It's, like, it's, it's like he had, they, he had a family member that at every single yes. big event of the last yes. hundred years. <laughs> like far as Gump. As a, yeah. And this just random stuff. He claimed his apartment was robbed and it just never happened. There's no record of it. Um, <laughs> Did you realize, you, realize, you realize what all this leads up to? Wait. You wait, could, wait, wait you before could, you say it. Okay. And here's another one. I mean, as recently as 2019, he was introducing himself publicly and privately as Anthony DeVolder. Yeah. What? 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 And he insisted on being called Anthony. I mean, I think there's something <laughs> wrong with this individual. And I think the public Is he was, a sociopath? I think so. I mean, what other explanation could there be? And you know what? When you're in the public eye, nobody is even hushing you for lying so much. Yes. Like, it can't be that he's lying. It can't be he's lying right? about everything. Right. He has amigo. Basically, <laughs> his whole life. Because, like, wh- how? I, 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 why would I lie? Right. I can't. I can't. I know I can't get away with it. Right. M- yeah. It must be. It's true. Is it a sociopath or is that a psychopath? Because I know there is overlap, and I know that there are distinctions. Yes, I, I don't know the difference, but I know. That, might, I, I know one. One. Of, I, I think it would. I think what you describe is more psychopath. Someone who doesn't have any emotional, um, doesn't have any grasp on on emotion or like how their words impact other people. So. You can fact check that. I want to do that right now, actually. A psychopath is described as someone who has emotional deficits, chief among them being a lack of remorse and taking pleasure in getting over on that's a, or inflicting pain on others. That's a psycho or socio? Psycho. Okay. A sociopath okay. differs in that they are antisocial and violate rules. These terms are widely used, but not actually so official diagnoses. Okay, okay. I think points, points of the Hasidish uneducated guy. I'm sorry, I got this one. Okay. <laughs> no, meaning... I don't even know what any of that meant. I think he falls into both. Yeah, but this sounds a lot more like. I don't think he's trying to inflict socio. pain. No, because he breaks. No, he's rules. not. He just, so that's yeah, no, but but he breaks all the rules. He ran a Ponzi scheme. He lies. So he's saying he, he, he has bo- right. But he has both. Okay, he's a psychotic sociopath. So points to both of us. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I think the silver line here is you could go over to him and like slap him across the face, and then no one will believe him. Yeah, That's you can do true. anything. You can like ro- rob him now. Yes, yes. Be like a Jewish guy robbed me. Be like, really? You uh-huh. want yourself? The oh Jewish guy? Really? That's so true. Oh like my god! Like a bunch of rabbis. Imagine you get like twenty guys with like like strime look like just to beat him. March into his house. Just start picking stuff out. No chance. Be like, yeah, there were these twenty guys, rabbis. They were they had fur hats and pays flying down the sides of their faces, and they were just grabbing stuff. And then they they came with these lemons and branches. And they were shaking them and were like, yeah. Shmiel, yeah, grab okay. the getchka. <laughs> he claims that he was never, he denied committing any crimes in Brazil. And yet Brazil have threatened to open up a year, uh, years old fraud case against him. Criminal case in Brazil. That sounds like a hyper specific kind of lie. Yeah, it, yeah. that's crazy. But they all seem to be very specific lies. Uh, if, you, if you've seen any footage of me uh, at, a, at, a, <laughs> at an establishment in Cyprus on April 17, 2008, that is Just not ignore true. It. That was not <laughs> Just <me>. ignore it. <laughs> what? Do you when think- is Blackface? When, is he, when are pictures of him in Blackface? Oh, Blackface, they're coming. It's coming. They're coming. I think, I think he has to first become a Democrat, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when do you think that McCarthy should do something in... In other words, McCarthy said he's not going to overrule the will of the people. The counter argument is, well, the people didn't know about this. 
Do you think the Republicans are hurting themselves, shooting themselves in the foot by not really doing something about, the, about you know, removing him? Removing how? What do you mean? How, 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 do, you, how do you just remove? I mean, what, Articles what, of impeachment, what, what can, I would think. McCarthy, I don't know how it works. Does that, I, mean, I don't know exactly how it works. I have to assume. I don't know. What are the rules for impeaching a member of Congress? I don't know. Let's ask ChatGPT. Go ask. Ask away, my child. No, with a voice. Ask. My question isn't what's the process as much as what leads to the process. What Articles what, of impeachment. No, 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 no. In other high words, McCarthy, McCarthy should bring... High crime bring, and misdemeanor. Right, right what, there's no what, high crime. Is it, you don't need anything. No, what high crimes and misdemeanors, you don't so, have yeah, to. So, you so can, I'm asking. You can bring what, impeachment what, articles for no reason. For anybody. Yeah, McCarthy Shift. can bring articles of impeachment against him. He can bring articles of impeachment against Swalwell because yes. he felt that Swalwell uh, did something live on air that was... Um, he ate too much salt before going on air, <laughs> and uh, there was some ice that happened with him, and, and he feels that that was, that was uh, just too much to bear. He wants to impeach him now. He can do that. Yeah, it's like bringing yeah. a lawsuit. You could sue anyone you want. Yeah. You just won't yeah. win. Yeah. But right. I think, so the question is, if he brought articles of impeachment, would the Republicans vote him out? And if so, should he do it? Well, there's talk now because if he, if he the, the, there's, there's an article claiming that uh, they're investigating him because he may have forged the signature of his, I guess, his campaign manager or whatever. His campaign manager said, I never signed it. Now, that's an actual crime. So if if there is... If you could prove it. If you could prove right. that he was the one who forged it. Right. But the question is, there's a lot of smoke here. Should McCarthy do something? Is he, is he hurting the Republican... doesn't have a lot of leverage right now. Right, it's true. Party. It's true. He really doesn't. I mean, right now... He barely, he barely right? eked, eked himself. By, right. he's, he eked one, he's, he's, he's one mistake by one, in one person's eyes yeah. away from losing his speakership. Yeah, so, and he just got it. And Fakert, he's been waiting his I whole think, life for this. Yeah, but I think he did it on purpose. So he's like, "Well, you can't expect me to get anything done because uh, I'm 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 hanging mm. by a thread." So right, what, what do you expect? Do you from what do you want from me? Yeah. So Interesting. Instead, we have to deal with this fraud of a congressman. You're dealing with? Are you in his district? No. <laughs> okay, guys, you X out. Um, no, but I but I'm there. not moving there now. Where is well, it, by the way? What district is it? It's not Long Island. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, whatever district he said it, he says it is is probably not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, New York's third congressional district, which is where? <laughs> why? Why do you ask? The, because I need the to hard-hitting know, questions. I need to know where not to move. Don't worry, that was never on the. Uh, it was never on the ballot. All right. No, the, the district okay. includes. Part of the North Shore of Long Island expands across northern Nassau, Nassau County and into the far northeastern Queens. Okay. Long Island points okay. to me. Yeah. Okay. That's, you know, yeah. there's, take it. there's people there. Parts of Great Neck. Mm. Mm. Great Neck is a, big, a yeah. big spot, a big Jewish place. Now, you know why he said he was Jewish repeatedly? Well, I guess it worked. It worked, yeah. Respect. <laughs> Got the job done. So we, we've... We've covered a lot. There's more to cover, but we we never got the answer for Biden and the Purple Heart. Come on, man. Well, what, are you, what are you saying? My, my uncle, well, a guy came over me. I was the, uh, uh, Pre- President Harris and I were, were uh, uh, on the seesaw together and, and I... Uh, I turned to the I turned to the grocer and I said, "Hey, w- would you mind? Because uh, you know, good inflation, not you know, not a joke. You know, my my dad, my dad up in uh, in Ukraine, and uh, not not Ukraine. Excuse me, my dad in uh, in Scranton, uh, Delaware, South Carolina. He uh, would say, say, Joey, when when inflation hits, we uh, gotta remember one thing is uh, don't put." Uh, People were putting in their toasters. They 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 put these little purple fishies, you know. And this could be a legit speech. Comes, yes, absolutely. And anyway, I I I, I said too much. They they told me not to. Come on. But but you do a great Biden impression. You were doing it earlier. No, I think you're good. I think he's great at Trump and Biden. No, are those the only really? two voices you can do? Trump, but like Trump is very, very hard. hard. I really don't. Also, Trump is Trump hard. is very hard. Not that hard. So many people do, but you either have that because, type, yeah, but because or you don't. Omarosa came over to me begging for a job, like a dog, <laughs> like a dog, and I fired her. I fired her like a dog. 
Um, <laughs> Racist. Yeah, no. Perfect. Trump perfect. is very. It's it's like I really have to get into character to do Trump. The, the, one of the big uh, uh, challenges of doing Trump is that there's more than one Trump voice. There's the Trump. So many. There's yeah. the rally <laughs> Trump. Yeah. Right, who's more gruff, more... Job, yeah. And then there's the Trump that's like the face-to-face Trump who know. sounds almost like a regular person. Nobody um, knows. Nobody. Okay, so here's the thing, Chris. So the regular Trump, like he'll talk mostly adorable. Like, like, you do a like good his, Trump. Thank you. So his <laughs> nose like sounds a little more like, like stuff. Also, your sometimes. mouth is, is trumping you very trump, hard. Right. So his... So you got it. Of course, you have to do that. So anyway, <laughs> but that's okay. So anyway, so he kind of like talks like this. So it's kind of hard. It's not as... Uh, like, you know, he doesn't give you that much to work with because it's kind of like a regular guy who's just like a little, like those quirky things. And nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it. Nobody's talking. And everyone's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it sometimes they'll be like, it's, it's, it works imagine? every time. Yeah. It works yeah. every time. It's, like, it's funny every time. What a loser. What a total lightweight, great friend of mine. I love the guy. <laughs> right. you know? like, he'll say one sentence. You'll be like, wait, what, where, how did he get And then whatever. Bye, oh, you know? It's great. It's great. But then there's like rally Trump who's completely – so like yes. the face-to-face Trump, he's very controlled. He's very measured. He's very – he doesn't really go that much off script. And he'll say weird things. Whatever. Fine. But, and then there's the rally Trump who's going to get up there yeah. and he's going to feed off the crowd. And I'll say, by the way, the thing about Trump is that he likes to repeat himself, but he doesn't use the same words. Yes. He uses different words. Yes, yes. Did was... I say that last time? Because no. that would be totally like something Trump might say. I don't know. That's one of the things he pointed yeah. out. Yeah. That's one of the things he it's pointed out. Is that something he yes. pointed out because he repeats it's true? It in other it's words. totally true. He just says he re- it again. Yes, he says he it again. He doesn't say it again yes. the same way, but he says it again right. in other words. Right. This is so Great good. words. Tremendous right. words. Right. Terrific. <laughs> the best words. Probably. Some I mean, people a lot say, of people believe that. A lot that. of people. <laughs> Jake Turks, this was a lot of fun. Uh, we're gonna, we could go into the wee hours of the morning, but at some point, we have to release this episode. So we must, <laughs> we must bring it to a close. Hey, Come thanks. on. You've Thank been having you. fun and admit it. You really wanted oh, for this. Sure. You want this to be the record-setting longest episode <laughs> to never be broken. Is. This is not... You, oh, no. We've got to break it. We've got to break it. we got to break it. No, no, no. no, no, no the two in the future will break it. we got to break it into two. It's very possible. It's got to be broken into why, two. Why, why, why? What's no. too long. What's too the cap? Long. How long is Spotify? How long what is your contract with Spotify that you can't... Why? Can't you say you get two separate advertisers? Two hours? Yeah. Two hours <laughs> we're at two hours you two say hours. hey uh amr i'm sorry you're gonna have to spend AMR. double the money on two different ads now for two different episodes part one and part you're gonna two. have a really long outtake reel i can yeah, tell you that that's what i'm telling you yeah. no so don't no. do an outtake reel what should if it should be a patreon episode look, yes 100 percent. if it's interesting enough for people to want to stay and listen to the whole thing maybe put it on pause or instead of Two times the speed. Do three, three times, times the speed. speed. Yeah, okay? <laughs> but don't let it out on... Why should the poor editor have to be chopping stuff down just for your... Like, no. It's a good point. Your, your listening pleasure. It's a valid right. point. Jake, thank you. Jake, thank you so we much for being it. here. We always enjoy it. Um, I mean, I'm just trying to keep this going as long as possible <laughs> because I want to live on... He wants the record. He wants the record. I don't know. I'm like a little nervous. What if something happens when I leave and then and they'll then say, this is the end of it. say that stupid thing Chas about Shalom. dying Shalom. Shalom. and I'll be like, yeah, I tried living as long as I could and then they said, sorry, <laughs> my wife needs me home now so the studio's shutting down. So, so you, you didn't tell us what specifically you're coming out with, out with but where should people check you out right now? What if I'm not working on anything? And I, I just said it. Maybe I'm like, this the is podcast. my life. This is my Santos moment. <laughs> you know, go for it. Every kid has a little bit of extra Benu in them. And, and I have a little bit of Santos in me now. Wow. Sometimes I lie that I'm working on a big project. And, or maybe I'm not. Maybe this is my cover-up and I really am working on a big project. Ah. Santos is messing us up more than, more more than, than we're we ready expected. for. Yeah. Once again, big thank you to Jake Turks. We love having Jake. He's always welcome here at the Kiddush Club. And he always makes for a great interview. Yes, a huge thank you to Jake Turks, who's really part of the Kiddush Club family. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Of course, you can follow Kiddush Club on Twitter at Kiddush Club Cast and on Instagram at Kiddush Club Podcast. Uh, of course, you can now find us on the 24-6 app. You can also join us on WhatsApp where we post the videos and some special features. Uh, the link is in the show notes. You could also visit our website at www.kiddishclubpodcast.com. And of course, shoot us an email with your thoughts, comments, suggestions, or just to say hi at hock, H-O-C-K, at kiddishclubpodcast.com. You can also contact us there for sponsorship opportunities. And with that, we are out. 
I'm going to get fired and you're going to get divorced. Yes. That's for sure. Shalom. That's for sure. Hey, when I was joking about my own death, I didn't hear you say Chazashalom. Because you said it would get us ratings. Why should I say Chazashalom? That's true. I was like, yeah, it's kind of Breaking news. Jake Turk still alive. What? No way. No, you know what the title of this episode is? What? Assassination attempt on Jake Turks. Nice. Yeah, let's see how that goes over 24 6. <laughs> <laughs> always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Jake Turks. Oh my gosh, this is so awkward. You yeah. Know I don't know where to go. Where, where'd you where go? You where, to go? Where, where you go with this? I don't know. I don't know. How do we you usually nothing, end? You learn nothing about me, so it's nah. not like you can say, well, now we know. And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.